We did. Uh, we passed 100,000 on Twitter and 102,000 YouTube. Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. Which you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. New emails, and obviously you keep uh, referring to it as Hunter Biden, and, and that's really what a lot of people are referring to. But let's make sure we get it accurate. This is about the Biden family, and this is about big guy Biden, Joe Biden, actually doing a pay-for-play scheme. And so all of that information would have been very helpful to come out during the impeachment process because they were saying all oh, this, this, all these dealings with bereavement, all that. That's uh, you know, that's been shown to be not true? Well, actually, just the opposite. They were uh, attacking President Donald Trump and his family, accusing them of the very thing that they were involved in. And, and, and I think it's important that we look at this. Over the coming days, Joe Biden has to do a couple of things. One is he needs to answer for all of this to suggest that he had no knowledge of it, is not actually... Uh, um, supported by the actual documents that are out there, more documents from what I've been told uh, to come. Uh, but it's it's important also for us to understand is, is while this president, Donald Trump, was creating jobs in America, the only thing that Joe Biden was doing was creating wealth for him and his family. And so it's, it's very important right now that we look at this and get to the bottom of it before people go to the polls on November 3rd. People are already voting, and so uh, it it is a scandal of, of un, uh, epic proportions, and it's time that we uh, allow the American people to see the truth. Welcome, War Room Pandemic. You're in the War Room, live from the nation's capital. It is Wednesday, the 21st, the 21st of October. Thank you, Vish, producer Vish. 21st of October, Year of Our Lord 2020. Raheem Ghassam, Jack Maxey, producer Vish, producer Dan, the entire team. Missing a couple of three people. This is our first year anniversary. Started war room impeachment one year ago. Today was the today was the internal launch. We felt so comfortable. We went we went public. So we got a two day anniversary. Jason Miller, Greg Mann, Steve Cortez, a lot of the war room policy now at the campaign. I want to give a hat tip to the guys over there. Great job, particularly since I'm reading all these stories that your stone cold broke in advance on your paycheck. Big day. Uh, Mark Meadows, chief of staff. One of our, one of our, and one of the great reasons we wanted to start that. Mark was all over the show during the war room impeachment days before he flipped to war room pandemic. It brings up a great point. Uh, it's all got to come out. You know, uh, we are a big advocate of the book by the two PLA um, uh, colonels that are now major generals on unrestricted warfare. And what is unrestricted warfare? It's economic warfare. It's kinetic warfare. But most importantly, it's information warfare both cyber and, uh, and uh, propaganda and content. 
we're now in an information war with social media, mainstream media, and we're trying to pierce through that. We're going to pierce through that. We, we don't care if the topic is an ugly topic. If it's an ugly topic, we will handle it in a, you know, our watchword here is always stay classy. Uh, and we're going to pound through that. But we're going to handle every aspect of this Biden situation. Uh, Joe Biden is running to be the chief magistrate of the United States, the commander in chief, the president of the United States. Uh, and he's having an interview process. We're weighing and measuring the character of uh, Joe Biden, the Biden family, all of it, since the Democratic Party hasn't done it, the mainstream media hasn't done it. You know, the John Frederick Radio Network, also Real America's Voice, the old America's Voice.news, is Dish Channel 219, Channel 113 on Comcast. Also, Newsmax TV and 70 million homes. Chris Ruddy and the team down there in Palm Beach, our Real America's Voice team out in Colorado. I want to thank them for being co-producer of the show. John Fredericks is on his radio network as a co-producer. Also, G News GTV, blown through the firewall uh, in uh, Mandarin. And you saw we put out, I had the, uh, one of our uh, social media people tweet out the ads they put today for the show. Storm coming, big storm clouds in, uh, in Mandarin. So I want to thank everybody who's made this show such a big show internationally and our audience in Australia and audience in, uh, in Europe, down in Brazil also. Okay, I want to get to we're honored today. We're going to have, uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani is going to be on. So much news breaking overnight, exploding. But uh, for our first anniversary, we asked him before to come on because he was going to be in town before all this, uh, this uh, fracas uh, blew up. But uh, Bernie Carrick, uh, Police Commissioner Bernie Carrick under Rudy, uh, and they've always been looked at as kind of a team, right, of, of law enforcement. And he joins us as our in-studio co-host uh, for our first anniversary show. want to also say over 100,000 on YouTube. And not just that, tens of millions. I was talking to Seb Gork. I think Seb Gork has got 14 million downloads or, or views on his YouTube channel. I think I was doing the calculation on the YouTube guys. I think we're up to, in the 20 million over the last year. With the with, And now it's built up. We get our plaque, over 100,000, over 100,000 on uh on um, on social media now on Twitter. Hadn't been shut down. Probably be shut down before the show's over. want to give a hat tip to Maria Bartiroma. She's a real hero. Patriot. If you want to get the news that you need to evaluate, I understand people are voting, uh, but um, you need to weigh and measure what you're going to hear over the next, uh, you know, 10 days, which is what Mark Meadows is talking about. Okay, I want to bring in Bernie Carrick now. We're, uh, we're going to get the mayor on at 1015. He's going to have a couple segments. You're here for the entire time. Bernie, just your bona fides. What t you're a, I don't want to say career cop or police officer. You've been in law enforcement for a long time. For about uh, about thirty five years. About thirty five years, including the military, private security, and then into the into the NYPD. I started in the uh, in the U.S. Army. Um, I worked in private security for the royal family of Saudi Arabia for about four years. Um, was a cop, a correction officer, a warden of a county jail. Went to the NYPD in 86, um, 1994, Rudy sent me to Rikers Island. There were some major problems there. I went uh, as the chief of staff for the commissioner. And, and ironically, Steve, and, and you know how you know Rudy pretty well, he sent me for six months. And, uh, and it I lasted didn't leave. six years. That's exactly right. It lasted six years. That's, and, uh, that's so Rudy. Yeah. Hey, where's Bernie? <laughs> <laughs> so right. Rikers. I went for six months. Uh, didn't, uh, in six years later, uh, I was the commissioner, actually, for about three years before he appointed me New York City police commissioner. And I was there until the end of his term and through the attacks in the aftermath of 9-11. That's where you became a, not just a national but international, uh, a national hero and an international figure. 
I want to ask, I want to step back. We're getting later. There's news out of France. We have Raheem Kassam, who's for years been all over top of the radical Islam issue in the United Kingdom, in Europe, in the United States. Uh, a lot going on in France. We're going to try to get the Front National guys, or I guess the National Rally guys, on later in the week. We're going to have Raymond uh, Ibrahim on as a guest on, on Friday. Uh, we're going to get Bernie's thoughts on this later. A lot going on in France, a beheading of a teacher. Then two French citizens, it looks like, may have attacked a couple of uh, Muslim women. We'll get to the bottom of all that in the, in the second hour. But I want to go back to this. Uh, so, Bernie, you, you've been law enforcement, but you've also been national security. You know what national security is about. You've been in the military. Give us, because you've been working with uh, with Rudy on this and other law enforcement people on this hard drive in, in the emails. And I want to go to what Mark Meadows said. This is what's important. This is not about Hunter Biden. There's a lot of issues about Hunter Biden's personal proclivities. Uh, his uh, the way he comports himself, the uh, the issues regarding you know his uh, drug use, his uh, his uh, uh, you know sexual depravity, uh, all of this stuff, right? And but that's not what this is about. This is about a family that is compromised, that is compromised, particularly in front of our enemies. As you look at this, and you've looked at this material. Give us your first sense as a law enforcement official, not just the stuff we're going to get to that was turned over to authorities, but just the overall package of the hard drive when you see it and, and you see the Chinese deals, you see the Ukraine. Put it in perspective from a national security and, and a, a security you know, clearance point of view. Where do you think Biden and the Biden family stands? So, I, I mean, this is, uh, you know, this runs the gamut of criminality. Um, when you think of... First and foremost, uh, Joe Biden said he's never spoken to his son about his business dealings. We now know that that was a lie um, based on what we have found in the hard drive. Um, you know, when I think of Hunter Biden traveling with his father to a foreign country while his father's on a state visit, anybody that's been in this business as long as I have, you realize and you know that when a, when a when there there's travel like that the second that Hunter Biden steps off that plane there are CIA and OGA assets that are dispatched to surveil him to follow him to make sure he doesn't foreign get foreign intelligence both both ours and theirs so ours you, is there to babysit ours is there to babysit they don't want him to get kidnapped they don't want him to get snatched up somewhere they don't want extortion hang over a second how does he get explain to our audience how does he get on the plane the secret <laughs> service has a pretty high standard you, if you want to go on air force one or air force two ladies and gentlemen you submit you know a week or so in advance you're screened they go through a whole background check and you just don't wander onto the plane and i've had a number of guys that are you know, pretty prominent that they got to go back and ask a question or two. And, and sometimes, hey, maybe you'll sit in the back, maybe you'll take the backup plane. But it's not, it's just not like, hey, I'm going to ride with the president. I'm there. It, there's a process. There's, How does Hunter Biden get through that process? There, the only way he got through the process is the same way he got in and out of the military without a record. And that was his father. That's the only way. Because Secret Service would have never put a junkie on the plane. And, and Why do you I, call him a junkie? Because that's what he is. I mean, look. now is that different than a drug addict, a, a guy that's look? Because we're not trying to pick on him personally. Is it you're saying that from a from a law enforcement? It's a deeper problem than just having a, an attraction to, to cocaine or to crack cocaine. It looks here's here's the thing. 
For many of the years I worked in drugs, I ran some of the most substantial drug investigations in New York history. Um, I was assigned to the DEA task force for four years. I ran one of their largest investigations that led us into Guatemala, Costa Rica, Brazil, Ecuador, and Colombia. I know drugs, and I know addicts, and I know junkies. This guy is a functioning junkie. That's what he is. That's what he was. Um, and, I, and I'm sure that's what he is today. What does that mean? Basically, he, he lives off of, of drugs. He, every, you've seen the stuff on the hard drive. There are probably a couple hundred photos of him sitting around smoking crack. Um, crack is one of the worst addictive drugs out there. I mean, it's, and it, it knocks you into super highs, super lows. And I say functioning because he could step off the crack pipe, get on a plane, go to China, have business meetings, work out these business functions where his father's getting a percentage or a cut of the pie, come back, and within two or three days after he gets back, he's completely stoned out of his mind again. That's pretty bad. Now, you take that and you put it in a national security perspective, really? I mean, the compromise possibilities, the vulnerability on the national security front is probably worse than anything I've ever seen. So you take all the stuff that we now know is in the, in the emails, in the text messages, in the financial transactions, you take that and you put it in the hands of a junkie who is completely whacked out, um, there's two things. One, you have a national security perspective on him alone, but more importantly, this is the son of the vice president of the United States who wants to be president, who wants to be president. And think about 2016 where they wanted to crucify Donald Trump on a possible compromise position over a, 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 uh, uh, the, uh, the, what do you call it? The, uh, um, my brain, I'm going brain fog. The, uh, the steel dossier. Yes. Right? And that was all false. Right. It was a fraud. And they took that for it was a, a farce. start a whole investigation. Before we're going to take a commercial break, Mayor Giuliani is going to join us. We're going to get all back to this because, and Jack, I want to, when we come back later, after the mayor, I want to talk about the difference between cocaine cracking and get Bernie's perspective of, you know, Hunter Biden gliding through. Right. You've got young black males put in jail forever, right? And you got Hunter Biden gliding through. It's a disgrace to have him on that plane and have him get off in China with the way the CCP covers people. It's a disgrace to this country. The mainstream media never questioned that whatsoever. Bernie Carrick. Mayor Rudy Giuliani will join us next. Raheem Kassam, Jack Max, and Stephen K. Bannon. The first anniversary show of War Room Pandemic will be back in a moment. I think I do Rudy on Newsmax. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Well, this is really a very, very sensitive one. There's a uh, text message to his father in which he says the following, and he's discussing, um, he's discussing his uh, sister-in-law, who for quite some time was his lover. And he says, uh, she, she told my therapist that I was sexually inappropriate. This would be with a unnamed 14-year-old girl. When she says that I FaceTime naked 
with the unnamed 14-year-old girl. And the reason I can't have her out to see me is because I'll walk around naked smoking crack, talking Tom girls on FaceTime. When she was pressed, she said that the unnamed 14-year-old girl never said anything like that, but the bottom line is that I created and caused a very unsafe environment for the kids. Uh, this is supported by numerous pictures of underage uh, girls. So, uh, uh, Mr. Mayor, I, uh, that is, look, that's dynamite stuff, uh, and I've seen I it. I turned it over to the... To, to the you turned, turned it, you it turned over, it over to, the, to the Delaware State Police, correct? Yes, yesterday. Bernie Carrick and I turned it over to the Delaware State Police because we're right. very uncomfortable with this. So we're very uncomfortable with the fact that these underage girls were not protected. Right there, you've got uh, Rudy Giuliani, explosive last night, America's mayor, with Greg Kelly, who's Ray Kelly's kid. we got Bernie Carrick in studio. This is kind of all New York Day, right? The hammers. Um, I want to say something before I bring America's mayor in. Uh, you talk about a – and I've had the honor of knowing the mayor now for a number of years. I know um, Commissioner Carrick has known him for many decades. This is a man of incredible courage. He put away the five families. Broke the mafia in New York. He broke the mafia that ran Wall Street after that, Mike Milken. He's been a crusader for justice. He's always stood up for the little guy. Uh, now, I think, is going to be historically known when they look back over Giuliani of his biggest profile and courage. Because now the entire apparatus is against him. The mainstream media, the financial aspects of Wall Street, the corporations. They just want Rudy to shut up and go away. Right. Just shut up and go away. And he's not going away. This guy is not. He's a bulldog. This is the closest guy I've ever seen to Churchill. He is relentless and he's not going to back down. You can call him everything you want You take away all the business. You can attack him nonstop. He's Churchillian in that he is the the great uh, saying of Churchill. The most important characterization, the most important virtue is courage because it's upon courage that all the other virtues rest. Now it's an honor to bring in on our anniversary show, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Mayor, thank you very much for joining Bernie and I, Raheem and Jack in the war room. Happy anniversary. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, so uh, Mayor, um, Great and, show. And, and, and thank you, sir. And look, your audience, you know, this show is huge internationally and uh, in China, all over the world. And you're a hero every day afterwards. They, they translate you in Mandarin. They put uh, artwork up of you as, as a hero. <laughs> you become a hero to the Chinese people that are fighting for their freedom. I want to put this in context before we get into the detail, the sordid details. You have worked on this now for a month or so since you've had this hard drive. The, the, the whole aspect of a Russian uh, influence operation is collapsing now that you've got uh, <laughs> DNI and you've got the chief of staff of the White House out there today saying, hey, this has got to be investigated, etc. Put in perspective, this is not and this is why I want to make sure people understand, because we have a massive audience today that want to hear you and Bernie. This is not about Hunter Biden. Right. There's aspects of Hunter Biden's 100%. behavior. This is about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is running and he's auditioning for interviewing for to be the chief magistrate of the United States, to be the commander in chief and to be the president. Those three jobs in a combination. Right. The leader of the free world, the head of the most powerful 
uh, country on earth in the history of the earth at one of its one of the most critical times in history as it faces probably its most serious existential threat the Chinese Communist Party and enemies both foreign and domestic that are partnered with the Chinese Communist Party. Put in perspective this what this hard drive because now we have twenty six thousand emails coming from. Another co-defendant that's coming out through Peter Schweitzer. We hear there's other hard drives and maybe the psychiatrist that has been uh, taken is coming out. You've got uh, major financial newspapers coming out with uh, other exposés about relationships they have with China. Before we get to the sordid details that came out last night on Greg Kelly's show, put us in perspective of what this says about a family and an individual that is compromised. Well, it tells you that this family for 30 years has engaged in increasing, increasingly serious criminal activity. They began as kind of uh, grifters in Delaware. When he became a senator, his brother set up as a lobbyist, and they were making little money selling out his office here and there. There were newspaper articles about it warning people. Joe would say, I don't know what my family does. And he's a charming guy, and he's part of the club, and they let him get away with it. When he got to be vice president, they got into the big time. They became big time world class criminals. And he said he has a setup, an operation in which the family gets the money. And then Hunter has described this in a very, very uh, important text. He describes it as, you know, he gets the money, he pays a lot of the expenses for the family, and then he kicks back half to the big guy, to the pop, the pop. He calls him pop in this case. Another situation, he calls him the big guy. And uh, he explains to one of his relatives that this is the ongoing situation that's been going on for 30 years. So when you look at all that money that Hunter is getting, at least 50% of it is going to Joe, including when he was vice president, which is called bribery. Massive, major bribery. I don't know, could be the biggest one in American history when you count up the dollars. China, 30, 40 million. Now, worse than that, is who he's doing business with. He is doing business with the only country in the world that can really challenge the United States, China. A country that wants to challenge the United States. A country that over the last 10 years, particularly since Obama, by the way, has become exceedingly aggressive. And it's kind of announced its desire to displace the United States. Hasn't kind of done, they have announced it. Meanwhile, Chinese very smart. The Chinese communists are very smart. They've been infiltrated. They infiltrate our corporations based on their desire for profit, and they completely own uh, the Biden family. So back in 2015, Joe takes Hunter to China. Joe is negotiating for the U.S. to try to protect us, to get them out of the islands they had militarized, that they, that they have a co-claim with Japan, to try to get them to reduce tariffs. And he brings Hunter. We don't know why he brings Hunter. doesn't explain that to the public. Joe fails in his negotiations for the U.S. China increases the militarization of the islands. China increases the, tax, uh, the, the tariff. Joe, as he always does, fails in his negotiations with China. I always attribute it to Joe's profound stupidity, which has existed since he was a kid in the third grade. He's dumb. There's a different reason for it. When Hunter comes home, 10 days later, a letter arrives. The letter is a $1 billion commitment to a completely phony private equity fund owned by Hunter Biden, 
the son, also the stepson of John Kerry, the Secretary of State. So China's getting two for one, right? And the nephew of Whitey Bozer. Can you believe that? The nephew of Whitey Bozer. China is going to put a billion dollars into a private equity fund owned by a gangster's nephew and a son who, largely because of, of Joe Biden, is a seriously addicted crack addict. Of course not. They're buying Joe Biden. And then they put another half a billion in. So while Joe Biden is negotiating for us and supposed to be an independent arbiter fighting for the United States, his son, who can't get a job, is getting a billion and a half dollar commitment from the people he's negotiating against. Now that just isn't a conflict of interest. That's a, that's brought, they bought the office of the vice president because you now can't tell me that Joe was blowing those negotiations accidentally since he blew every single one of them. They paid for those results. So, Mayor, that's a pretty big charge. So I want to get to – you say they're compromised. These are financial yeah, deals. Yeah, i in court. Okay. We're going to, we're going to get to all that in your evidence. But So you, you, you are making a case of that. Peter Schweitzer comes up with all the emails that shows that they've been having access to the vice president since 2011. He's in charge of Pivot to Asia. Then had this massive joint venture over and above the private equity firm. Right? We got about a minute, and I want to tee up the next segment. With all of that, and you and Bernie Carrick are going through and you're looking at compromise and financial compromise, all of a sudden you come to some other material. I think one of the questions people have, what possesses Rudy? Are you like Ahab in the, in the, in the white whale here? Are you so obsessed with Biden that you get into this other material? In, in, in a minute, because got, you got one minute just to tee up, what possessed you guys – in lo looking at the financial stuff to get into the thing that we're going to talk about the next segment, that what you delivered to Delaware about the about the sexual inappropriate exploitation sure. of young girls. Uh, what, what made me do it? Yeah, I yeah. just opened the photograph section. I didn't know what was there. I had been told by some people that there were very, very uh, pornographic uh, things there, which I expected to see. And we went through it, uh, basically looking for the crackies because uh, another reason why it would be totally ridiculous for these oligarchs uh, to give him this money is because he was a crack addict. And of course, I knew China had all these photographs. So I said, I better look at them if China has them. I mean, unless China really is a paper tiger, of course they have all these photographs. Remember, remember when the Democrats were all upset that, that, that Russia might have dirty pictures of Trump and that was a big deal? Yeah. Well, the Chinese don't just have dirty pictures of Hunter Biden. They have pictures of vomit if you looked at them. Okay, Mayor, we're gonna, hold, let's put, just, just, put, just put a pin in that. The, 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 uh, if you look at the pictures, you'll vomit. We're going to come back in a second. We've got Bernie Carrick. We've got Rudy, Mayor Giuliani. We're going to get it all in here. Got a couple more segments of these two warriors. Be back in a moment. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Adrian, that's all the time we have. I, I so just have one question, because I'm the vice president. It affects Wisconsin. So Wisconsin's Republican Senator Ron Johnson put out a statement on Homeland Security letterhead saying Hunter Biden, together with other Biden family members, profited off the Biden name. Is there any legitimacy to Senator Johnson's claims? None whatsoever. This is the same garbage Rudy Giuliani, Trump's henchman, 
It's the last-ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. Even the man who served with him on that committee, the former nominee for the Republican Party, said there's no basis to this. And, you know, and, all, and the vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all. Ron should be ashamed of himself. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. That was a tough follow-on question. Okay, we're now has Rudy gone rogue? I got Bernie Carrick, p- former police commissioner, one of the heroes of 9/11, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Bernie Carrick, you know this guy. Has Rudy gone rogue? What's your answer? That what's your answer though to to uh, uh, Vice President Biden? Pretty clear. You and you and Rudy are way off base. Nothing wrong here. Nothing to do here. These are all. It's all. It's Rudy's henchman and his wingman. You know, it's Rudy Batman. You're Robin. All you've done is smear his name, sir. Here's, here's the bottom line. If it wasn't for Rudy Giuliani dating back to December of 19, nobody would have been focused on the Ukraine. The FBI wouldn't be doing their job. And, and as we know right now, that laptop and the hard drive has all been turned over to the FBI. And they finally, finally, somebody in the bureau is looking at it. That should have been done back in December. And if it wasn't for Rudy Giuliani... If it wasn't for him coming forward with the laptop, you know what? This would this would go hidden forever. And there's a two-tiered criminal justice system that he continues to expose on a daily basis. You've dedicated your life to that. That's pretty harsh for you to say. Do you believe it's a two-tier system? The black community says it's two tiers because they get treated differently. You're saying it's now it's two tiers between Trump followers and the and the Steve, establishment. You, you're, you're not s- going deep state on me. You've seen the hard drive, right? Yes. You've seen the hard drive? Extensively. Okay. Yes. Think of this for a second. Rod Blagojevich, the governor of yep. Illinois, was sent to prison for 14 years for talking about something on the phone for which he did not personally, professionally, or politically gain. He didn't get a dime. They put that man in prison for 14 years for talking about it. We've got a circumstance where Joe Biden and his son have taken in tens of millions of dollars. There is overwhelming evidence that it's happened and nobody's investigating. Okay, Rudy, they've had this for a year. We now know from the uh, from the FBI they're saying, yeah, they've checked this out, DNI saying it's no Russia, that this is the real deal. The mainstream media is on a meltdown about that. But you just got Bernie sitting there laying out the case. You've got the financial documents. You've got Biden backed up now because Ron Johnson's putting on letterhead, and all of a sudden the next thing I know, I've got – Child sexual exploitation. I've got child pornography. I've I've got uh, you know child, uh, something to do with children and inappropriate behavior and a failure to report that. Is that going rogue? Did you have the line of effort that you had in really pressing on what is the main thing? His corruption and compromise by the Chinese Communist Party, and you got him on his back heels. He just lied there on national TV. That's a stone cold lie. That's just like he lied, and this is the thing about the Ukraine, because you remember, I'm not a big name in the Ukraine thing, but you guys nailed him because of all your work. He lied on national TV in the debate. Lied. Okay, he's lied consistently. Now he's lied about China. Lied right there on, on, on TV in Wisconsin about Senator Johnson. So you got him. Why do you and, and Bernie, you know, two career guys that are thinking, why all of a sudden are we now into, I don't want to say QAnon land, but... Why all of a sudden are you guys down in Delaware dropping off uh, documents and hard drives and everything like that to authorities in Delaware? What possessed you to do that? Did you go rogue, Rudy? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I went rogue if I followed the law, which would be unusual for people in Washington. When I saw these images, I know my my duty. 
if I were uh, back in uh, office or I were a medical professional, I'd have an obligation to report this under pain of being prosecuted for a felony. I know what this material is. I've dealt with it before. And uh, I had a choice. I could either cover it up the way the Bidens do, or I could follow the law. And I spent my whole life following the law. I also was outraged at the fact that having seen this, the FBI did nothing. And I felt it had to be put in the hands of some law enforcement agency that would take seriously the protection of these young women. Now, obviously, Joe Biden didn't because he was told all about it. But Joe Biden is the one who made his son a drug addict. I mean, his son is a drug addict. didn't have to be a drug addict. When he first had this problem, he could have been taken out of the pressure situations he was in. He could have been put in rehabilitation. And Joe could have kept him out of the family business. I know mafia guys who did that. Mafia guys kept their children out of the family business. And they're legitimate people now. Not all mafia guys, but the ones that had a little bit of character, which tells me that Joe Biden has no character. I had no choice with this. If I didn't turn this over, they would accuse me of hiding it. Okay, so, I want to. I want to go. Said, yeah, I want to hang over a second. I want to go. Some Delaware news reported last night. Other people reported after you guys turned it over. It went to the attorney general. I think you turned it over to the state police or to authorities the in county New police. Ca- county police in Newcastle County. That uh, then uh, was turned over to the attorney general. The attorney general has now. Uh, tur- it looks like from reporting, turned that over to the FBI because it said, "Hey, this is unverified. We can't touch this." Which sounds kind of odd. I don't know what they're. It's in, Delaware law is very specific about reporting these things. That's that's exactly what I was going to get into, and, and that's the the one thing the mayor didn't mention. There is a mandatory reporting requirement in Delaware that I think is even more extreme than New York. In New York, if we were still on the job, we would be mandated. I forget whether it's a mandate for anyone, but in Delaware, anybody that has any suspicion of child pornography or, or endangering uh, the welfare of a child must report it. You know what? Why didn't the therapist report it? Why didn't Joe Biden report it? Why didn't any of the family members, and we've seen their text messages and their emails to each other about how he was endangering the welfare of the kids. As you, re- as you read Delaware law, you're saying that in the mandatory requ- – because, look, Rudy and you guys brought in outside third-party special victim units, prosecutors, and people that knew this. that looked at the material and said, you've got to turn this over immediately. Right? We, went, we actually yeah. went to former That's DAs true. in yes, New York. Yes, former DAs in New York and looked at this and said, absolutely no, no, not even a question. This must be turned over. You guys went down the next day, set the meeting up immediately and went down. However, and I'll get back to Rudy in a second, according to Delaware law, as you read it, in this, what we're going to put up next with Rudy, the, these text messages, do you believe that that triggered a mandatory reporting requirement for Joe Biden to report this to authorities immediately? 100%. No question in your mind. The, he, has a t- he has a text message from his son. And you think that triggers the mandatory requirement? Absolutely. Obviously, the, tr- the therapist is one. <laughs> okay, Rudy, let's get up on the screen in Denver. I want to get up. Not that I don't love watching Rudy's lovely visage, but I want to put up. I want to put up this this uh, brutal text message, and I want you to walk us through it about knowledge of, of this. The, the, up there, walk through. This is off of the uh, the hard drive. This is one of the things you turned over to Delaware authorities. Rudy, walk us through the context of this. This, this is a, a part of a series of text messages, I guess, back and forth. This is from uh, Hunter to his father. Is that what it is? Yes, it's from Hunter to Junior. And Junior is one of the nicknames that he uses 
particularly in text messages for his father. I think it's Joseph Biden Jr., but uh, in any event, he uses Jr. And, and you can see also in there when Joe Biden is responding, he refers to himself as dad. So it's clearly with his dad. And he, and he, do you have it up there? I mean, people yes, can read it. Yes. That's what he tells his dad. No, notice at the end, even after he denies that he exposed himself, he admits that he was a danger to the children. That right there, that triggers your responsibility. Right there. The man is telling you I'm a danger to the children. You know that he's a crack addict. You gotta know he's smoking crack around him. You have to know it. I mean, I have so many photographs of his smoking crack in the house. So even if we get away from the sexual part of it, we've got the fact that he's a habitual crack user. By the way, so was the sister-in-law. So these kids are in a terrible environment. And I don't know, I, I don't know what the hell kind of father Biden is to make his kid a drug addict and put him in as a bag man. I don't know what kind of man he is. But, but, we're, but, but we're leaving in a situation like this, and clearly this is not the first time it had happened, but in a situation like this, you kind of leave, you got to leave the roles of father and grandfather and everything like that. That, because as you showed this to prosecutors and third party, or third parties that looked at this said, th this stuff immediately had to be reported, immediately, not even a question. The, the, what Hunter Biden told his father that the, that the mother was accusing him of, is immediately triggers a reporting requirement, Bernie. One hundred percent. I mean, when you read the email, he says he talks about walking around nude, FaceTiming um, cam, cam girls, cam girls uh, with, um, you know, uh, nude while I'm smoking crack. OK, well, that's that's the essence of the text message that alone. And given the photos we've it's seen, it's backed up by a number of photos. Right. You're saying coupled with the photos, it's it's now okay. So Rudy, I mean Mayor Giuliani, you see this. Here's where I think there's going to be a disconnect with people. That and remember, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy at all. Don't believe it because Bannon's dictum is there's no conspiracies, but there's also no coincidences. How? When people think about J. Edgar Hoover and people think about, you know, all Elliot, all this great stuff, how can possibly the FBI and we now know that Joshua Wilson, at least as purported in the media, that he was a the guy the 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 agent that went down there was a was a was a child porn guy. And the first thing he asked the 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 the, the uh, repairman was something about was there child pornography, and obviously you got to go into this thing, and, and, and he says, no, I, I, I was looking at emails on Ukraine. Why, how can possibly the FBI, for the endangerment of the young woman, girl, how can they sit on this for a year? How's that possible, sir? Only because they're covering it up for some political reason at the Protection of Joe Biden, hatred of Donald Trump. Uh, why did they cover up the Brennan letter for four years? I can't explain that. Four years ago, they had a letter from Brennan explaining that Hillary Clinton concocted the Russian collusion in order to cover up her use of the, of the, of the computer. Why did they cover that up for four years? But Rudy, Rudy, hang on. That was different. different. So I got it. Mind. I got it. Rudy, hang on. We got about a minute, Mayor. And I got it. We want to hold you to the next thing. Here's the, the other point. This is Donald Trump's FBI director. This is a guy Chris Christie promoted ad nauseum. 
this is Trump's guy. This is Christie's guy. This is not, you know, this is not Comey. So tell me how it happens that an appointee of Donald J. Trump sits on this, which you, you wouldn't have had an impeachment. You could have focused on the pandemic. Bernie Sanders would have been the nominee. Joe Biden would have been, his career would have been blown up. But most importantly of all that, leave all that aside, a young woman is obviously the way the reporting requirements work is in jeopardy. How for a year does it happen that the, that nothing happens to protect the young woman? How does that happen in the FBI? Uh, Steve, that's what the investigation has to be about. Obviously, there are some very, very corrupt and very uh, horrible people in the FBI. It's not the whole FBI. It's a few people. And uh, the best you can, I mean, what you can say about Ray is he never cleaned it out. I mean, this guy was stonewalling. Go ask the Republicans in, in the House, stonewalling them day in, day out with documents that now turn out to explain that the whole thing was a hoax. Why would he cover that up? I don't know. Mayor, Mayor, Maybe he's an institutional guy. Mayor, Maybe he's a Washington swamp guy. Mayor, we got to jump for Maybe he's worried about his We, we got to jump for a quick uh, break. We'll be right back and finish this up on uh, War and Pandemic. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we've got Bernie for the next hour, and he's here with us. We only got Mayor for a few more minutes. Mayor, <coughs> Mayor, 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 Mayor Giuliani, uh, you you gave an oral yes, report. You were by the book on everything you gave Delaware, but right now the FBI's got to investigate this, right? It's a federal crime. Uh, it's and, and they've got it. What what are you telling? If you were talking to the President today about Ray, what should he do with the FBI director? Uh, he should find out why he sits on. I mean, he has a right to say to him, "What are you doing?" I mean, what, tell me the justification for not moving on this case, because this is a case that could have been moved on seven, eight months ago. Okay, fine. He's going to sit there. He's going to sit there. You ain't get the happy talk you always get. We're investigating. We're looking at it. What do you do then? We're looking at it. We got it. We're looking at it. You know, don't bother. We're the FBI. We're the FBI, and you're a real estate developer from New York. And Rudy's crazy. We're looking at it. So what do you do then? No, I'm crazy. I, I, I mean, I, I'd have fired him a long time ago. Okay, why? That's what I was going to say. Okay, why Why would you guys fire him? I would have fired the guy because he hasn't reformed the FBI. He walks into an organization four years ago that's all screwed up, that has had uh, Comey, who's a, is, as crooked as you can be, lying like hell. He's got, he's got struck uh, his girlfriend, the fixed investigation of Hillary, the phony investigation of Trump. He's got a bunch of people around there who are who, who participate in that. You fire the whole damn staff. They all go, right, Bernie? When I when I came in, my first police commissioner got rid of the first the top twenty seven people in the police department. I got rid of four thousand people. We're I cleaned get, the place. They said I couldn't run the city without okay. it. Let, the city ran more efficiently without them. Okay, I just want to make sure bugs, on the record because the other day you were saying oh, I, I'd ask for his resignation. You're saying today you'd fire him, right? I'd have fired him a long time ago. Okay. Now that we're talking about two weeks before an election, I mean, there's a lot of things to go into that. So I, 
I'd want to keep that advice personally for the president. Fine. What what you just told it to a global audience. That's okay. Um, it, it, but Rudy, what would you do? What does the FBI have to do now so the American people can weigh and measure Joe Biden? What do you think are the action steps they must take with what 11, 12 days ago before an election in a, in a national global debate tomorrow night? What has to happen now? They should validate this thing and they should put out those things the American people should know before they make a decision about who's going to run this country for the next four years. Because if we're right about this one, he's going to turn us over to the big tech, to the big corporations and to China. He's going to sell us out to China in a second. And that is really, really dangerous. This guy is a national, Joe Biden is a national security threat to the United States of America. He couldn't get a top, he would not get a top security clearance. Last qu- last for a job. last question because part part of this is dealing with family members, not not uh, of the of the young girls of the young girl, both as a grandfather and as just a citizen. Given the mandatory requirement things, what should happen to Joe Biden immediately, as you see it at, from a law enforcement perspective? Forget the fact that AG at, at Delaware is is a is a is a uh, is a Biden person. As a, both a grandfather, since a family member, and he was warned, and and you know this wasn't the only warning, right? And as just a citizen, what would you do? What is Joe Biden required to do immediately? He should report it immediately. I mean, there's no question about it. The law is clear as a bell that he had to report it immediately. He not only didn't report it, he didn't do anything internally within his family to fix it. So this is the same thing that he did 30 years ago when he used his son as a bag man who was a suffering drug addict and made him into a lifelong drug addict by putting him into situations that no drug addict can handle. This guy is a really bad guy, much worse than I ever thought. And what I'm telling you now, to me, is worse than all the crooked stuff he did with the Ukrainians. And the, when, when a father does things like this, there's something fundamentally wrong with this man's character. Mayor Giuliani, thank you very much. I know you got to go. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. America's hero, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. I know everybody wants to get in here. We follow my. I want to go to you first off. The mentality. Here's what I think. And look, I'm gonna say it. I, I you know, I've, been, I've laughed at the QAnon guys. You know, people for the first year I was at the White House, it came out. Oh, Bannon's QAnon, all the stuff QAnon. I'd laughed because I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. But the elephant in the room, it's got to be addressed. The elephant in the room is this stuff is real. This stuff is dangerous. This is unacceptable that this went on. It's unacceptable it wasn't reported. And what's most unacceptable to the American people is not just his conduct. What's most unacceptable, I think, is how did law enforcement – the FBI is this legendary place. And you can see under Comey, that's one thing. You know, Comey was weak. Uh, what McCabe and these guys th- – that, that was a weak management team. Like companies had, go through stretches. They have bad management, and you get, get them out – or football teams. USC's got bad team. Boom. You get a new thing. Notre Dame's hurting. Boom. New thing. Turn them around. Giants, get Parcel. Boom. Belichick, you see it. But there's something wrong here. There's something systemically wrong. Ray was vetted. Jul- uh, Christie promoted him. He was vetted by the White House. I'm not dumping on President Trump, but hey – He's a guy. He ain't Comey. And here we have a situation, I think, as bad or as worse as anything Comey did. What's the problem? What Ray was is Ray was one of the one of the team members. 
He was one of the old-time team members, and they just brought him up and put him in the top seat. And to go back to Rudy, I have two things to say about Rudy. When you talked about Churchill early on, on the morning after September 11th, on the morning of September 12th, at 6 o'clock, we had been up to 2 o'clock in the morning. We're looking at this massive devastation. You're almost in denial of what just happened. We're saturated in dust. I walked into the New York City Police Academy to meet him that morning. And Steve, he was sitting behind the desk. He had his feet propped up on a chair. He was eating Cheerios, dried Cheerios out of a box. And you know what he had in his left hand? A book on Churchill. He was reading Churchill. So when you just said that, it made me think of, of that day. So you take that and you think of what is going on today. Um, Christopher Ray is somebody that should have been fired a long time ago. And I can tell you, Rudy Giuliani would have fired me. If this happened, if I was sitting on it and I let it ride and he knew I had it, if he knew I had it and I didn't do anything about it, I would have been gone. I, I promise you. Okay, we're gonna take a uh, we're gonna take a commercial break. Uh, we're gonna return. We've got a whole nother, uh We have a whole another hour of this. Is gonna be even more on fire, more news to break. We've got uh, Bernie Carrick, the police commissioner of during uh, 9/11, uh, an American patriot, and we just dropped a real American hero, Rudy Giuliani. Whose side of the football you want to be on, Rudy Giuliani's or Joe Biden's? You make the pick. We're gonna take a short commercial break. Our first anniversary show. We'll be back in a moment. 